Welcome to Narrow Way to Broadway, a podcast for people of faith with a passion for the arts. Each episode is designed for the thespian and non-thespian and the believer and non-believer alike, navigating topics affecting the hearts, minds, and homes of artists everywhere. Thanks for joining. and welcome to this prayer and meditation for Narrow Way to Broadway. Um, If you have been listening with us for a while, welcome back. If you are new here, uh, we're so excited to have so many new like followers and faces um, on the Instagram. Hopefully this has been a blessing to you. If you were referred by a friend or something, um, whatever brought you here, we are just so excited to have listeners um, and have people who share in this crazy faith theater journey. Um, But yeah, this is Emma and I'm going to just go ahead and dive in. So, you know, I think as theater artists and just in general, we deal a lot with rejection. Um, And it's so funny now because of the pandemic, I, I think like what I would give to be rejected again, like what, what I would give to be able to go into five audition rooms in a week and get a no from all of them. And it's clearly my just desperation for theater to come back because that was never a good feeling. And now I would give anything to have that happen again. Um, But yeah, I think we just, we are forced and we have to deal with a lot of rejection and there's so much, you know, internalizing and, mental justification that needs to happen to choose to believe that rejection has nothing to do with us, you know, that I just wasn't right for the role or that everything is about right place, right time. Um, I think about getting so close to a contract or things that I worked really hard for and having, you know, to actively tell myself that it has nothing to do with my gifts or my calling or blah, 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 blah. And, you know, that my time is coming where someone will say, yes, we want you in the room with us. Um, And I think the hard part is that my flesh, you know, that likes to make everything about me anyways, loves to put the same lies on repeat in my head. Uh, You're just not good enough. You're not thin enough. You don't know the right people. Essentially, the lie, they just don't want you there. They just don't want to be with you. Um, And this is on top of all of the other rejection we face in other areas. I think the same thing applies in relationships. You know, I think of broken families and torn friendships, romantic fallouts, all ending and struggling for their own specific reasons. You know, the it's not you, it's me's and the we just grew apart's and the I need to take some time for myself's. But all of these reasons pointing to what feels like a giant, I just don't want to be with you anymore. Whether that is a romantic partner, a friend, a parent, it's the isolation that brings the hardest thing for our relational hearts to combat and the easiest thing for the enemy to attack us with. But something I've been thinking about, and this is just crazy and ironic and like let this, I hope, just fall on us with fresh ears is the person that will never utter those words to us is the one we can't even see, Uh, the one we constantly grasp for and aim to understand and blame and thank and fear and rejoice um, in the God of the universe, the one who thought of you and me by name before he formed this world. He is the one who has never not been with us. 
He's the one whose very nature necessitated that he send his son to act as our substitute. His son, whose name literally means God with us. Um, and I, I, I know mo most of us know all of this, but I just want the weight of that to sink in, that the one who was and is and is to come, who operates outside of time, chose to subject his only child to a life of temptation, anonymity, abuse, wrongful conviction, and ultimately a humiliating death. I think a lot about the Old Testament, and if you've been listening, you know that 2020 is the year I decided to put on my big girl panties and read the Old Testament um, all the way through. And I just think about the fulfillment of the entire Old Testament prophecy that we that we read all the time is that this king is going to come and he's going to save us and there's going to be a newness that comes. And my heart breaks when I read the stories and the encounters of Jesus and the way that these Old Testament prophecies manifested were as Jesus you know, robed by Herod. I think about in the gospels, they they throw a robe on Jesus and they have king of the Jews over him when he's being crucified. And the way that this fulfillment of this prophecy came was as almost as a mockery and an accusation. It was not even a serious, reverent admiration of Jesus. It was king of the Jews and him being robed as essentially a joke because people didn't believe that he was the one who came to save us. Um, but he chose to be with us and for us. I think it's it's hard for us to accept, accept sometimes um, that the one who we can't see says, I want them. I want this people. Um, and in order to be in the room where heaven happens, I need to be with them on earth. This has to happen. Um, because Emmanuel means God with us. So let's pray over the weight of what that means um, this week. Dear Jesus, I thank you for sending your son um, in the way that you did was so unexpected um, and so dramatic, God, that you chose to go from, like they say, riches to rags, um, that the king of the universe who saved us, who acted as our substitute, was born in a manger next to animals um, and hay. And God, that is the picture of ultimate humility. Um, and that in your very nature, that your name for your son just meant God with us. That you will never leave us or forsake us, God that over everything else, the defining part of your character, the defining part of the name, God with us, um, was the most identifying characteristic you chose uh, for the name of your son, God. Um, we are grateful for that. I just pray as we enter into this Christmas week um, and celebrate God, that we are celebrating what you chose to do, that we are celebrating um, the ways in which you show up for us and the ways in which you continue to show up for us when we choose not to acknowledge you or we forget God in, in the hubbub of the Christmas season and, and the gifts and the family and in, of course, this season of the coronavirus, God. Um, I pray that we can sit and we can meditate on your choice to come to the earth, to become one of us, to deal with all of the same things that we deal with, God.
um, that you chose that out of love for us and out of your desire to be with us eternally, that that's what had to happen, God. Um, I just pray that the weight of that can fall fresh on us this Christmas season um, and that the birth of a baby can be something worth celebrating in 2020, God. Um, We love you. Amen. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Narrow Way to Broadway podcast. We release new episodes every Monday. If you enjoyed listening, please subscribe, share with your friends, and you can follow us on Instagram at InWayBWay. We'll see you next week.